Well, uh, as you mentioned, Sheila, I'm a I'm a professional coach uh, and trainer. I've been doing that for over 20 years in 12 countries, as you mentioned. Uh, but today, I wanted to talk about uh, the story uh, of my daughter Belle uh, and uh, how uh, she has um, overcome uh, a, a combination of circumstances in her life, which made it very challenging, and translated that challenge uh, into something that's become a message that's uh, important for a lot of, not just young people, but for all of us. So that's uh, why I'm very happy to be here today. I'm enough. And you're enough. Welcome to another inspiring episode of Podcast with Sheila. The podcast that is spreading positivity around the world by sharing inspiring life experiences. Today's guest... Peter Anthony is an author, speaker, and master in professional communication. He runs workshops for thousands of people in 12 countries over 20 years and also consults for Fortune 500 companies. In this episode, Peter will be sharing Daughter Bell's live experiences with us. And if there is time, we'll talk a little bit about his life as well. Hello, Peter, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila. G'day, Sheila, and G'day from Sydney, Australia. Great, great, great. So, in brief, who is Peter? Where does he come from? Basic stuff like that, just so that our audience get to know who our guest is for today. Yeah, well, um, as you mentioned, Sheila, I'm a, I'm a professional coach uh, and trainer. I've been doing that for over 20 years in 12 countries, as you mentioned. Uh, but today, I wanted to talk about uh, the story uh, of my daughter, Belle. Uh, and uh, how uh, she has um, overcome uh, a, a combination of circumstances in her life which made it very challenging and translated that challenge uh, into something that's become a message that's uh, important for a lot of, not just young people, but for all of us. So that's uh, why I'm very happy to be here today. Great. So let's not wait too much time. Um, let's get right into the story Let's take it from how sure. everything started and what the experience was like for you as a parent. Well, um, it, uh, well Belle was, uh, she was 16 at the time, which was four years ago. And uh, her mother and I uh, were divorced. She was living with her mother. Uh, and uh, she uh, had a series of circumstances happen in her life. She had a, um, uh, a um, I'll just call it a, uh, a very tragic incident with a boy when she was quite young. Um, she, uh, that affected her uh, quite, quite seriously, uh, quite tragically. Um, she stopped going to school. Um, she began smoking a lot of cigarettes, um, having a group of friends which wasn't uh, exactly supportive of her and her self-esteem and and one evening she rang me i was just walking along the the beach side at manly uh, where i live and she rang me and she said dad can i come and live with you i said why she's like i can't tell you but can i come and live with you and i said absolutely and i said when and she said tomorrow i thought okay Uh, so the following morning uh bell arrived on my doorstep uh and uh she looked uh very unhealthy she was distressed um she basically stopped going to school 
um, she her, her life was in a, a huge hole, mm-hmm. a huge hole. Uh, in every respect, she had low self-esteem. She had uh, body image issues. Uh, she had some destructive friendships. Um, she wasn't getting out of bed in the morning. She wasn't eating properly. Pretty much all of the yeah. all of the, the bad habits or, or bad uh, issues uh, that a young person uh, can face, that she was confronting. Uh, and initially, I thought Sheila, well, you know, the antidote to this is just lots of love. Mm. I'll just I'll just love her a lot, and that love will set her free or help her on a journey. But uh, that wasn't that wasn't enough. That wasn't what she needed. It was part of what she needed, but not uh, not the whole of what she needed. So we we began doing two things. We began uh, taking small steps. Like small steps was like getting out of bed in the morning. It was like eating. It was like. Um, yeah. Uh, seeing daylight, it was uh, walking, it was getting up and getting some exercise, like some, some really basic fundamental things uh, in her life. And we we kept taking those very small steps, but she wasn't happy with the progress she was making, and nor was I, to be quite frank, as her father. And then uh, one night after she'd lived with me for maybe four or five months, uh, we, we'd had dinner because we were just living together uh, alone, just her and I uh, in my place. And I just said to her, just, I said, look, no matter what happens or how you're feeling or what's happening in your life, remember you're enough, like you're, you're enough, you're strong enough, you're beautiful enough, you're smart enough to deal with this, yeah. just keep that in mind. And uh, that began, became like a mantra for us, like mm. you're enough, it became like almost a joke between us. Uh, and uh, that idea of being enough, uh, in addition to these small steps, began to help her uh, on a journey. Uh, and that was like basically the beginning of the story, if you like, Sheila. Wow. This is a very inspiring story I'm hearing, um, Peter. And I think she's a very strong girl as well. For her to even come to the point of knowing she needed help and the best thing to do was to go back home. Because for some for some people, yeah, yeah. they may not even see their situation as a problem, let alone start looking for help. So I think that was the yes, biggest yes. step for her to have come back yeah. to you as a parent for that. How did it feel? I know that there'll, there'll be loads of emotions going on when you saw her, but what was it like when you saw her come through the door, especially to you uh, it was, uh, asking for help? Yeah, back to me. Yeah, uh, back to me. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was a combination of uh, of uh, of uh, gratitude and fear because I thought I have no idea what to do with this. Yeah. I mean, I clearly loved her, and uh, and I support what you were just suggesting to Sheila that uh, if you are in trouble or you are struggling uh, or, or facing some some big issues, it's it's really important to get with someone that you can trust. Ideally, that's one of your parents or someone close in your family uh, that has the, the DNA, if you like, to, yeah. to know how to love you uh, yeah. because it's a, a family love or a parent's love or a, a close family's love is different than any anything mm. anyone else can offer you. So it was a combination of, of gratitude in a way, uh, but also a lot of fear and foreboding because I, I had no idea what to do. 
I had no idea. I've got no training in uh, in child psychology or in uh, in parenting. Apart from being a parent, you become a parent with no training manual yeah. attached to it. I didn't really understand how she was feeling because I'd never been a young woman, so I didn't understand how that felt. I knew it was tragic and it was really uh, shattering for her, but I didn't know how that felt. I don't think anyone truly knows how anyone yeah. else really feels. It's a combination of, of, of those of those things yeah. jumbled together. And I was like many males, mm. we go straight to the solution. Yeah. And often it's better not to go straight to the solution. It's better just to, to to stay in the problem, if you like, to stay with it and be present and just care. Uh, and that was the beginning. I'm glad you're sharing this because like you said, uh, parenting is something you get to learn as you go along. And especially you learn from yeah, exactly. yeah, we learn from other parents who have been there and the things they've had to go through. I hear a lot about children in their teenage a ages and sometimes I worry I wouldn't say worry, but I'm just thinking I think a lot, what what would I what would it feel like when my children get to that age? And because I hear stories yeah. a lot and you have to go through every journey with them. So I'm happy we are sharing this today for parents like myself who has not yet experienced yeah, yeah. anything like that. You know, at least we get opportunity to learn some of the things most of you had done when you got there. So my next question is what advice, parenting advice? Or words of encouragement can we give to parents going through similar situations with their children and don't know how to manage it I, I think I think it's a combination of a couple of things I think it is um, it's more about them than about you uh, I think often parents think that well I've got this blueprint they need to follow and if they follow that blueprint it will work uh, in our case, my I didn't have a blueprint, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like most parents dealing with uh, a situation like this, and I think too, Sheila, it's particularly uh, challenging for young women. I think it's more challenging for young women than, than young men. It's life's more complicated, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, a lot of issues can affect young women uh, emotionally as well as physically. So the, the, the advice. Um, I would give uh, is is how um, Bell and I's journey uh, developed. We we took this idea of, of being enough from being a joke between us to being like the the substance that that helped her through her recovery uh, over a couple of years. Uh, she was in uh, what we call Year Eleven in Australia, which is the um, the year before high school finishes mm. or uh, you get graduated from high school she decided to take this idea of being enough because it was working for her and to use that as a school project to start a, a business like a, a, a business that was promoting this idea uh, that you're enough mm. and she said dad why don't we just promote this idea with with t-shirts i thought well who's going to buy a t-shirt with an, with enough on it and not even you're enough it's just in you double f who's going to buy that she said dad trust me so i i invested in this uh she designed a very simple uh, range of t-shirts for young women just put enough on them in uff and i thought who's going to buy these and sure enough we bought them i posted um, something on facebook 
uh, and I just watched my Facebook just click over as people were, uh, were buying these uh, these shirts. And initially, I thought it would be young women buying them to help them remember that they're enough. But in fact, it was parents. Oh, wow. It was that they were buying them for their, their children, uh, and uh, a lot of uh, adults were buying them and buying into this idea, if you like. And, and what we found was that it was really a way of just starting that conversation. Uh, to say, uh, like, if, if, I, if I've got somebody in my life that that may be suffering with big, big esteem, which may be very understandable in the circumstances, just to remind them that they're enough or just to start that conversation. And uh, what Bill has found uh, is that uh, she's basically started a movement here in Australia. It's beginning to take root to now uh, in the US as well of people just wanting to have that conversation mm. uh, about uh, are you feeling enough? Not not more than enough, not like a big ego build, mm. and not less than enough, mm-hmm. but just you're just enough. And, and that's all and all the message Bell has to people, yeah. uh, whether this is parents or children that are that are wondering that and are doubting whether they're enough, that they are enough, they're big enough, they're bright enough, they're strong enough to deal with with what's uh, what's in front of them and uh, what I found with Belle in Belle's journey is when she began believing that she was enough that's when the real change happened or began happening for her because up until then she thought she wasn't enough she thought she was just uh, hardly even worth living Wow, I'm so inspired by um, this story uh, Peter and I'm touched by what Belle was able to do with her story because she had gone through enough as a young lady and then turned it around into a business a business yeah. of spreading yeah. positivity yeah. through garments and this is actually touching people and making them know that if bell went through it and was able to spin it around into a positive story that they can also do it just from that point alone i'm excited for us to be sharing this because there's so much going on in the world today even with adult life there's a lot going on with people yeah and i'm excited about this positive news we are putting out towards the end of the year so whatever anybody is battling with or whatever they've battled with from the beginning of the year and thought oh till date i've not gotten an answer to it at least they'll get to know that people went through similar stories and they were able to spin it around to something positive it all depends on the person going to the situation and what they can do with it Exactly, exactly. And I think, Sheila, we all feel that from time to time, if yeah. we're honest with each other, yeah. honest with ourselves. Yeah. We often feel like we're not enough. And there's there's a lot of images and messages in the world to say we're not enough. Yeah. Like there's, there's political issues, there's economic issues, there's family issues, there's a lot of uh, social media yeah. uh, to make us compare us to people that yeah. are bigger, brighter, more yeah. beautiful, more yeah. successful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, better looking, better looking yeah. than us, uh, and uh, it's it's a crucial message. I think particularly for young women, it it, it 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 seems to affect young women more than it does young men. And there's an epidemic now, as you would no doubt know, globally, like with more anxiety, more depression, mm. more sadness, more introversion. Yeah. Particularly since COVID, COVID's yeah. like almost accelerated this because it's made us more socially isolated, mm. more fearful, more scared of of even touching people or be close to people. Yeah. 
uh, and we all know human contact is is a is a very important part of yeah. of living a, a yeah. successful happy life. Yeah. yeah. So what Bell's found is that if if we only just have that conversation with people and just start that conversation, and that's uh, that's the genius in the message, if you like. Yeah. It's uh, it's just. Yeah. Uh, uh, starting the conversation around how you're feeling about yourself uh, are, are you feeling like you're enough to deal with what's happening in your life because yeah. often the people that are struggling the most like she was they don't they tend to socially isolate and they don't reach out to people for support yeah. and have those conversations and build those relationships that they yeah. need yeah. to help their recovery yeah the thing is I think that people we as human beings tend to judge people too quickly too quickly and sometimes yeah, yeah. the ones judging might be going through serious problems than the person telling the story i don't know if i'm making sense but then we are too quick to judge uh, absolutely yeah, yeah we, absolutely absolutely yeah yeah and often what people will do is if, if they don't feel like they're enough they'll push you down to they'll push you down to it. a level below where that they're feeling which is pretty low so they feel a bit better than yeah like uh, they feel better than you because they push you down, um, and and part of what Bell found was that um, you become who you hang around, uh, and part of what's part of what happened in her journey to recovery uh, was uh, changing the people that she was spending time with. Exactly. Uh, because it, it is it's definitely contagious. Habits are contagious. Mm. Lifestyles mm. are contagious. Mm. Mm. Uh, ways of eating and drinking uh, are all contagious. Uh, and uh, that was that was part of her journey too. It was it was uh, it was almost a complete like revolution in her life. Yeah. Uh, that and it was important that it was her doing it, not me. Yeah. Like I wasn't because yeah. it was me telling her what to do and she did it. That's mm. not giving her any power. That's just making like a command and control mm. relationship, mm. which doesn't work. Mm. It's like as parents, we like create the environment for the children to flourish. Yeah. Uh, and flourish their own way. Yeah. Uh, she's her own individual. Yeah. She's very different than yeah. me, yeah. Uh, which, which is which is fantastic. I don't want a replicant of mm. me uh, as a daughter. I want her to grow into the woman that 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 that, uh, that she wants to be. That, that that's her. And that's unique, you know, when you allow the children to follow their own path. I remember myself when I'd come out of the union, I want, I was, I never wanted to work for anybody. I always, always wanted to work for myself, but my mom said that would take long for you to get established. So she would take me from office to office because she knew people on the board of organizations and she wants to sit with me through the interview, you know. And I wanted to grow on my own. I wanted it out of the way. Let me go look for the job if that's what you want. Let me do my own interviews. Don't really be a voice in it. Let them assess me as I am and take me on. You know, things like that. Let me make my own mistakes and then correct them. Just be on the side. Yeah, Yeah. but let me make them myself from there. outlet. And trust me, it was difficult to get to the point where she will have to step back for me to do it. But I love the woman I've become. I made a lot of mistakes. I went through a lot. But I love the strong woman I have become. And I feel I would not have been able to be this kind of woman if I didn't go through the things I went through. So sometimes we are, we, I always, yes, sometimes I always say on this platform, we should just appreciate our struggles and our experiences in life because they shape us in a way that nothing else will be able to if we had not gone through them. 
exactly and it's just it's just like a way parents love like uh, parents have a blueprint of what they think works which is what worked for them yeah uh, but we are all unique individuals and our children are unique individuals and they need to do their own growing if you yeah. like yeah uh, and uh, keep inside uh, like develop who they are I, I love this um, saying I um, I read from Carl Jung mm. uh, many years ago when I was studying psychology and he said there's a uh, there's a, a, an inner hero in each of us that's mm. beckoning us on a call to adventure like uh, there's a uh, there's a beckoning inside that only us only we can hear like only you can hear you only I can hear yeah. me yeah. and only yeah. I know when I'm happy and when yeah. I'm doing what yeah. I love yeah. and that's what's going to make me happy yeah, and in, in Belle's case uh, make her happy and also help her understand what unique contribution she's going to make in the world yeah. uh, and uh that's for her to discover. I can't discover it exactly. for her. It's a bit like going to the gym and getting someone else to do push-ups for you. Yeah. you you've, got to, you've got to do your own push-ups. Push exactly. you, you can't have somebody else doing them for you. Not when you're a teenager anyway, but to learn to do it yourself and feel like you're enough yeah. to do that, whatever yeah. whatever life requires you to do. Exactly, exactly. Wow. Well, Ian, um, if you had a short phrase or mantra to live with us today, what would that be? Oh, that, that's an easy one, uh, Sheila. You're enough, you're big enough, you're strong enough, you're beautiful enough to deal with whatever life dishes up to you. And when you do realize that and uh, you you realize you're enough and life unfolds before you, that's when you're happiest, that's when you're the biggest manifestation of yourself and that's when you're going to make unique contribution and you can make to the world around you. Beautiful. If um, you have a Facebook page or a shop link or anything for Bell's um, garments, would you like to put it out now? Ah, well, yeah, well, uh, it's easy. It's youreenough.com. That's Y-O-U-R-A-N-U-F-F, you're enough. We've had some um, grammar Nazis attack us about that because it's not you are enough. Okay. But, but uh, Bell likes that enough in UFF. It's nice and simple, just like this approaches. Uh, so it's your enough all one word uh, dot com. That's where her story is. Uh, also Instagram and Facebook, which is also uh, your enough. And there's lots of photos on there of of uh, customers of Bell, uh, primarily women, mums. I must be honest. There's probably eighty percent that are mums that have embraced this. They do it for themselves because mums have a huge challenge in their life raising their children uh, and for their, their kids too. So you'll see lots of Bell's customers there. You'll see Bell, you'll meet her. She's on the front page of the of the, uh, of the store. I'd like to say that a massive thank you for coming on podcast with Sheila today. I think that Bell has a, a lovely dad to do this for her today. Thank you. Yeah, and somebody will be wondering why... Thank you, Sheila. Yeah, somebody will be wondering why Bell wasn't able to do it today is because she's in school. So if you visit her pages, I believe you'll be able to see her. You can link up with her personally and then take it up from Absolutely, there. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But I would like to say, yeah, like I yeah, said, yeah. a massive, massive thank you. She, she, she'd love to hear from you. Is she even now, she writes like handwritten notes to everyone that um, buys a mm. shirt. So she insists on that. Uh, uh, she also has some social anxiety, so she wouldn't necessarily be the sort of person that would speak on a podcast, for example. She's very shy and she's still a bit socially anxious, particularly around new people. 
which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, so you probably wouldn't see on a podcast. Okay. But you'll, but you'll definitely see uh, uh, on the on website. You'll see there a big smiling face in the middle of the page. Great. Um, and I obviously love it to death, and I'm so proud of, uh, of what she's achieved. Great, great, great. If you've been listening in, this is Season 2, Episode 7 of our podcast series, where we bring seasoned guests with inspiring real-life ex- stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released. Whilst at it, please drop us a rating. We have a video presentation of this episode on our YouTube channel. Just search for Podcast with Sheila on YouTube and you'll find us. Our prayer for you this week is that you remember that you are a limited edition one of a kind. Until we meet again, have a brilliant week.